All right, well, let me give you a a cohesive thought then. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure you can muster one? Welcome to Hey, Did You Ever See That Movie? I'm your host, Dez, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lynn. Dead animals, hundreds of them. (laughs) And back by popular demand, the podcaster with a thousand potions, Mickey. What up, guys? All right. And today we will be discussing the 2005 horror movie, The Descent, written and directed by Neil Marshall, starring Natalie Mendoza, Shauna McDonald, and Alex Reed, among others. As always, this podcast will contain spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, then come back and listen to the podcast. But before we get into it, let's run the trailer. Gino, are you sure we're going the right way? I've never been lost in my life. There's only one way out of this chamber, and that's down the pipe. I'm stuck. I can't breathe. Okay, Sarah, you have to calm down. I'm coming. I'm coming back. Okay. Okay. Okay, move. Now! Now! This is not good, guys. Can we get out of here? Which way? I don't know. Sarah thinks she saw someone back there. So what? I don't think I saw someone. I saw someone. No, you heard something and you saw what you wanted to see. It's the dark. It plays tricks on people. Okay, ladies, would you like me to give you a synopsis? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, that one's getting old. Uh, <laughs> one, one year after a severe emotional trauma, Sarah goes to North Carolina to spend some time exploring caves with her friends. After descending underground, the women find strange cave paintings and evidence of an earlier expedition. Then they learn they are not alone. Underground predators inhabit these caves, and they have a taste for human blood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so this is what tonight's going to be like, huh? Yes. <laughs> With lots of ice. Oh, my God. Please stop crinkling that ice. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. All right. So shall I take over? At this um, point, I could just give you my quick opening thoughts, just give you the the price and whatnot. Um, this movie had a budget of just under four million bucks. 
and it grossed 57 million at the box office. So I guess we can consider that a uh, successful movie. Yeah. And um, in my mind, the most dangerous thing in that cave was Juno. I'd rather face a cave ghoul than Juno with her climbing pick any day. Thank you. Thank <laughs> and, you. Um, and this movie didn't scare me um, as much as it just gave me like super anxiety, but in that good way you want from a movie like this. So for me, it was more of like a, an anxiety movie than it was a horror movie, but we'll get into that. And that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> Um, I will say that uh, they expected the movie to do a little better, but it came out the same week as the London bombings in 2005. Hmm. So that affected the box office because, you know, the people <clears throat> were freaked out. Um, and it also, they fast-tracked the release of this movie because it was being released around the same time as The Cave, which is a very similar movie. Hmm. And so they fast-tracked this to get this out faster to be out before The Cave. Interesting. I did like this more than the cave. Although I did like the cave, I liked this more. Me too. I can't. I don't think I saw the cave. I'm gonna have to put it on the list now after I've watched this. Mm. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. All right. Our movie opens with three women paddling through river rapids. The waters are treacherous, but they make it through safely. And it's clear that all these women like extreme sports and are well-versed in how to handle themselves. The women are Sarah, played by Shauna McDonald, Juno, played by Natalie Mendoza, and Beth, played by Alex Reed. Sarah's husband, Paul, played by Oliver Milburn, and daughter, Jessica, played by Molly Kale, await them on the shore, and she joins them to head back to the hotel. As the two are driving, Paul loses sight of the road and hits a utility van head on. Several pipes fly off the van and shoot through the windshield, impaling Paul's head. Sarah awakes in a hospital. She gets out of bed and goes to the hallway. It's empty. Lights start turning off and she runs, calling for her daughter. She runs until all the lights have gone out and runs right into the friend, right into the arms of her friend Beth, grabs her and hugs her and tells her that Jessica is gone. I don't know if you guys feel this way or not, but it seems like this is uh, this and the scene in Final Destination is why I don't drive behind anything that has like pipes or logs Same. or anything on it. Nope. Same. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah i'm good i'm good with that as well yeah i see um, that and i'm hitting the blinker and moving over and going around so um i got i got some uh questions about this opening scene if you don't yes. mind if i go first please feel free so um first of all i was happy to see the the husband and the kid go early in the movie because they just weren't <laughs> necessary <laughs> um and oh i had God. some questions <laughs> the way this movie starts off is going to um, raise questions in my mind of whether this whole thing happened or not. And it's also the ending scene, which I won't get through too quickly. But um, you'll notice when Beth is holding her in the hall and she's having the breakdown, right? She's laying on the floor sobbing. Mm -hmm. And all the people in the hallways, the doctors, the, the paramedics, <clears throat> they're just walking by like they can't even see her. Yes, mm -hmm. I did notice that. I mean, it felt to me like a dream sequence. A little bit, and the only one, the only one, aside from uh, Sarah and Beth, that noticed was Juno. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Juno is behind her, and of course, you know, as we find out later, I mean, not a spoiler to either of you, Juno and Paul had a thing going on, and you, they, they pretty much telegraphed that pretty early when he's helping her out of the water. Yeah, I missed it. Did you? How did you miss it? You did? Oh no, I missed it. I was like, oh, there's something going on there. How exciting. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Maybe it's a woman thing, like you know, like oh, I saw it from a mile away. Me too. And I'm like, mm. the first time I saw this movie, I was like, ooh, you sneaky bitch. Yeah. I absolutely missed it. And it was the second time I've seen this movie. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe you missed it. It's very subtle. It. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think it was subtle at all. I thought it was like hitting you over the head. I was like, I was like, oh boy, they're having a thing, huh? Like immediately. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so interesting. Well, even more than even happier that he took it in the head with a piece of pipe. Oh god. Dick. <laughs> Love each day. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so a year later, we are in the Appalachian Mountains. Beth and Sarah are in an SUV driving into Chatuga National Park to meet Juno. At Juno's cabin, two other women, Sam, played by I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. So Nyana Burring, who you nice. might also recognize from Netflix's The Witcher. And Rebecca, played by Saskia Mulder, are waiting for their reunion. Also at the cabin is Holly, played by Nora Jane Noon, a woman that is learning how to do extreme sports under Juno. They have some drinks before turning in for the night. Sarah dreams of hearing her daughter giggling and a pipe flying through the window into her head. The next morning, they pack up and head to the Borum Caves. After driving too fast on the way there, Juno makes the amazingly wonderful decision to leave the guidebook in the car. Now, of course, I had never seen the movie before, so this is me writing that before I had seen the rest of the film. <laughs> um, they walk along the river and then rappel down into a cave. They're in a large picturesque chamber, but Juno announces there's only one way out, and that's to go down, through, down the pipe. It's a claustrophobic passage that leads to another underground chamber. <clears throat> Sarah again hears her daughter giggling, but she thinks it's just water, the sound of water dripping and her losing her mind. Um, you know, so this kind of plays back to Dez's point earlier, but I was going to say, Mickey, do you think that Sarah is already losing it before they even get into the cave? I do. I do. Um, and I'll tell you that. So how do I wear this? Sarah? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure. Trying say, I'm trying to say it like, I don't even know how to explain it, but like, cause I don't want to, you know, get too far ahead, but Yes, with everything going on in, in the movie that does end up transpiring and everything that has transpired up until this point, I think she's already um, showing signs of, and I, and I don't want to say like, it's not dementia, but it's like that act, like losing her family really fucked with her head. And she's on medicine. They show her taking yes. medicine. So I'm assuming yes. it's for either it's a tranquilizer or it's maybe an antipsychotic. I mean- Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know what I don't remember now that we say that is I, I do remember thinking, oh, yeah, she's on medication. But was she boozing it up, too? Or was she not drinking? I can't remember. She was drinking. She was drinking. Okay. So that's a that's a good combo. Right. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. If you're on antipsychotics <laughs> and you're drinking, it's uh, not good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just a beer, but I mean, alcohol is alcohol. Right. Right. And then who knows what she was on? She could have been on like the 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 mega dose of, you know. Yeah. Weren't they all smoking weed too? <clears throat> I think I think so. Some of them were. I don't know if she was. I like Holly know. and one of the other girls were out, outside smoking. Did Holly annoy anybody else? Oh my God. Her? So Holly much. sucked. Yeah. She so was terrible. Much. Thank you. <laughs> I was so psyched much. when they ate her guts while she was alive. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed watching uh, the one girl set her compound fracture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping ahead. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I also would like to say uh, so, Chattooga National Park does not exist, but there is a Chattooga River 
and the Chattooga River was in deliverance. Yes. So, yeah, so uh, hearkening back to that classic. Nice. If you want to call so, it that. Um, so my thoughts on this cabin scene was, um, first of all, there's a lot of women there, and I never really got comfortable with any of the characters. It didn't feel like there was a lot of character building going on here. Like, for the first, you know, 10 minutes of this movie, they there was like three blondes and two brunettes, and they were all the same. I'm like, okay, you got, <laughs> you know, you got Sarah, you know, I know she's your, you know, your main character, and Juno, you know, she was pretty easy to pinpoint but i wasn't really picking up much as far as character building goes and i did like that tin mask they kept going to it was nailed to the <clears throat> cabin i thought that was pretty spooky yeah and you know she has this nightmare and she wakes up you know she's it's a false awakening at first she thinks she's awake and she sees the one girl in bed <clears throat> and then you know the, you get the jump scare through the window mm -hmm. it was really cool yeah and you know Throughout this movie, we're going to keep getting these like little like, you know, like she's almost dozing off and kind of coming in and out and having little dreams about her daughter and stuff. And I just couldn't help but to feel like the director was telling us this is a dream, like over and over and over. This is a dream. This is a dream. You know, like, <laughs> is she in a coma and dreaming this? I don't know. Um, and then the choice to let her drive the Jeep when they all know she's like on these medications and she's driving <laughs> like a crazy person. I'm like, no way. Not getting in that Jeep. I gotta be honest with you. I think it was probably a bad idea to take her caving in the first this, place. This whole trip was a series of bad ideas. Oh yeah. Like when you think about it. I oh, mean yeah. I mean and and don't even get me started on Juno. We'll we'll get there eventually. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but it, it's like I, I question you know, maybe if you want to get her back into doing extreme sports, you do something a little less dangerous, especially, you know, <clears throat> uh, the of course, now I'm jumping ahead. But the, the fact that they're actually not where they think they are. So, right. you know, if you're not where you think you are and you don't have any, quote unquote, safety net, you're, this is like her first time doing extreme sports since her entire family died. Like, right. is this a good idea? Probably not. No. So, and then take them to a place where, you know, even I forget her name says you can have hallucinations. You can have cluster. You know what I mean? Like, right. really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And you hit the nail on the head there. You forgot her name. And so did everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I had a well, hard you know, time telling who was who was who in this movie, unfortunately. The only ones I remember really. And it's really the two other blondes because I remember Beth because I liked that character. Mm -hmm. Yep, me too. I thought she was very nurturing. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought she was a really good friend. I remember Juno because she was a douche. Um, <laughs> Sarah because she's the main character. And then Holly because she was so annoying. Right. The other two I don't remember. Rebecca and Sam, the sisters. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. yeah. And one was a doctor. or in the, Yeah, Sam's the doctor. And, yeah. Okay. Yep. She is. Uh, she's also the one that's in The Witcher. So Because I kept mm -hmm. saying, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? It was making me crazy. <clears throat> and that's where I right. know her from. So, uh, so let's continue. So our next passageway is even smaller and Holly goes first to check it out. She calls out that she's through and they all go through, but Sarah gets stuck. Beth goes back to help her. She's panicking. And with all the commotion, the small passage begins to collapse. Sarah has to leave the rope bag behind and move as fast as she can to get out before she gets crushed. Everyone's all right, but they're stuck now. One of the girls had filed a flight plan with the forest service just so they can wait until somebody comes to look for them. But there's a problem. They're not in the Borum caves like they were supposed to be. Juno brought them someplace else and no one knows they're there. So uh, the decision is made to keep moving, but 
you know, I don't, I gotta be honest with you. I think I, at this point I would have throat punched Juno because you, you literally just took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like you're taking a bunch of people into an unknown place. You haven't told anyone where you're going and, oh, so we can name it. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I had some right. problems with this scene because Juno goes out of her way. Um, you know, the character, the little character building they do, you know, Kara, uh, Juno seems like the kind of woman that is, um, you know, she's, you know, crossing the T's, dotting the I's, you know, safety first. We're doing it by the book. No hot mm -hmm. dogging. Right. But she's going to leave the the the, the, the map in the car. And but I mean, the book doesn't it's... help anyways because they're not in that those caves. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know what? Wow. I'm dumb as hell. <laughs> mystery solved on why Juno didn't bring the map she didn't have one she didn't need the map because they're not in those caves alright well let Just... me give you a, a, a cohesive thought then <laughs> are you sure you can muster one I'm not sure if I do I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of mispronounced words in it but here we go um, what I would like to say that I thought was really cool about this movie was the way they um they did the sound in it the way they would, you know, bring it down like really tight and condensed the sound when they were in the tight spaces that made it feel so small and the way they would open it up in the caves. And it was bringing me into these caves and into these small spaces. And I was literally feeling anxiety, like how scared I would be if yeah. I was stuck in this little spot, like, uh, no, I don't want to go any further and I don't want to go back. I'm kind of stuck here now. Yeah. I also mm -hmm. don't know if either <clears throat> of you noticed this, but I kind of noticed this and I'm not sure if it's just the way it was showing on Amazon or if this is the way it was in the theater. It's very, it's a very dark movie. I mean, obviously you're in a cave, so right. I mean, it is what it is, but it's, you, you have a very hard time seeing what's happening a lot of the time. And mm -hmm. I actually was struggling. I'd have to back up and say, what is that? What's going on? Because it was so dark. But I yeah. noticed that there was a couple of times when they did like the, the claustrophobia thing where they made the actual like visible space very small and the screen was very black. And just what yeah. you could see was just a small portion. So you really felt that closed in thing happening, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a kind of interesting it, trick they used. I, I mean, I remember watching it the, for the first time and literally, <clears throat> literally like, like as I was watching yeah. it, because I would be like forgetting to breathe. And then I thought it would be a little, because, you know, I, I, bought, I, I saw it when it first came out and then I ended up buying it. And then I watched it again last night and just watching it last night, I even had to like pause it and like play on my phone for a minute yeah and then go of... back to it because it was so like and i never realized how claustrophobic i was until i watched that movie yeah well totally. i don't feel like i'm claustrophobic but watching that made me feel claustrophobic yes like i was and like I, I don't want to yeah. be there i don't want to be yeah. there like just the it, thought of being in that spot where she was stuck and she's freaking oh, i was yeah. like nope nope i don't want to do that well, yep. even when they're like let's go this way and i'm like no like no it's too small <laughs> like what that's are you doing? too small like, Oh my yeah. goodness. And, and and she's trying to Sarah's trying to crawl through that one tiny little thing and she's like laying on the backpack. I'm like, yo, drag that thing. You don't want to yeah. be laying on it. Right. Yeah, that's what caused her to get stuck was the the rope bag. Yeah, but I want to say, you know, that's really a um testament to how good this filmmaking was because it made all of us feel like we were stuck in those tight spaces. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. it was very clever. Yeah. So they break through and they find another route, but there's a huge drop between them and the next tunnel. Rebecca traverses out to secure a line for everyone. They begin sliding over one by one. They all make it, but Juno, who falls who's tr as she's trying to collect their gear as she goes. 
Uh, as she falls, the rope sears and deeply cuts Rebecca's hand. I know it was so gross. Uh, Juno <clears throat> climbs up to safety. They realize there was a pitten in the rock, which means somebody's been there before and they've gotten out. But Juno thinks if that was the case, they would have named the cave system. So maybe they didn't make it out to safety. Maybe they're still, they're dead somewhere in the caves. Holly pushes forward and finds a chamber <laughs> with cave drawing, drawings in it. There's a mountain with two caves drawn on it. So the women assume this means there's another way out. However, this is the first indication they're not alone. When you get a backlight of a creature watching them growling lowly and they don't know it's there. And the interesting thing is the actresses did not know that was happening. So mm. they were watching that that actor dressed uh, as the creature was watching them and they didn't know that they were there. Huh. <clears throat> so, Mickey, this trip's really gone from bad to really bad at this point. <laughs> well, yeah. So they've now gone into a selfish bitch passageway, which mm -hmm. they're going to call it now. It's been named after Juno. And, <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I mean, literally, like, you know, from that scene where they're like, oh, we're going to have to go across. Like, even when... Uh, I forget her name. Rebecca, the first one that goes yes. across. Mm -hmm. I'm literally holding my breath, like, "Oh Jesus, God, please make." You know what I mean? Like, and yes. I've seen it, and you I'm know so she's like, gonna make it, but it doesn't yeah. change that oh, that drama. whole thing. And then with the rope, like, I even literally, like, I literally like jumped up last night. I was like, Ugh! you know, and my poor husband's watching it with his ear. Like, he's watching his phone with his headphones on. He keeps like <laughs> glancing over at me because he has like movies like this. He's like. <laughs> And you're like doing calisthenics next to him. <laughs> oh but my it's, God. it's it's just like it's such a tense, tense scene. Like I feel like my neck hurt after watching that movie because I was just so tight, Jaw clenched. Like clenched. Yeah, like my, my shoulders were up around my ears, and I'm just like, Ugh. so I, I, I messaged you. I'm like, I'm gonna go have to listen to spa music after this, like. <laughs> Um, but that scene, like with the rope, the rope just like zinging through her hands like oh, that. I like I, oh, I and we've can't. all had rope burn and that was like rope burn to the nth degree. So, you know, yes. how much yeah. it hurts because yes. just a regular rope burn hurts like hell. Yeah. But that whole, like, even when, and when you, when you see her face as she notices that thing stuck in the rock, you're like, huh? Yeah. That's to me, that was like, mm, that's like the first indication that maybe there's going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So at this point, had Juno revealed that um, they were in a different cave? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. yeah that was so. uh, before they they uh, found the cave drawings. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I thought this was, like she said, I thought this was really cool. One thing that was going through my mind is, you know, she's trying to set the hooks as she's going across the crevasse. Um, did I say that right? Crevasse? Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> um, you know, she's going to go all the way across in one shot. It feels to me like she should have gone out, set one, gone back, gone out, set the other one. You know, she's like really taking some chances out there trying to go all the way across. She's hanging by one hand for like, I'm like, oh, there's no way. Yeah, it was tense. Yeah. Very. And, um, yeah, it was it was cool though. I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great. And again, you know, I didn't I didn't read this movie like a horror movie. I don't really like horror movies, and I really enjoyed this one. And you know, we'll get into why it wasn't a horror movie. And it was more of a anxiety, you know, sci-fi yeah. thriller more. But yeah, I thought this was cool. Excellent. So using a lighter, Juno finds a passage that has some airflow, and Holly makes a dash for it. Juno. <laughs> Juno, suddenly the voice of being safe, calls for her to slow down and be careful. And of course, Holly doesn't listen because she's an asshole. 
She thinks she sees daylight, <laughs> but ends up falling down a hole and she hits her head on the way down. She's alive, but she has a compound fracture in her leg. Oh, Ugh, gross. I know. <laughs> gross. I broke my leg now. So now anytime I see somebody with a broken leg, it freaks me out. So I was, I was definitely say, Delenn, you, you pretty mm -hmm. much suffered that same injury. <laughs> mm -hmm. It didn't go through the skin, but it was close enough. Blech, oh, yeah. Gross. Uh, so the women get down to her. They're working on splintering her leg. And Sarah hears Jessica giggling again. She follows the sound and finds an old mining hat. She's hearing animalistic clicking sounds in the distance. And she's using her flashlight to kind of look and she thinks she sees something and she thinks it's a man, but she's not really sure because it's kind of far away and it's dark. And uh, just as that happens, Juno grabs her and brings her back to the group. Uh, now Des, nobody believes her when she says that she saw something. And I can't say that I really blame them at this point. Cause who would have thought that that was going on? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I wouldn't have believed her either, especially knowing she's on meds and she's been dealing with all this, you know, all this stuff and you know she's clearly not thinking straight and you know i love the first look at the ghoul I'm, i've just been calling them ghouls i thought it was great um i thought that the you know the compound fracture scene was great you know they were marshall was really doing a good job of raising my anxiety level throughout this movie the tension right. was building and building and that was one thing i really liked about this movie um you know it was a fun story and i was enjoying myself at this point in the movie i i really was yeah, I think um, I think that the the compound fracture scene is disturbing, but I think that's part of it. I think that uh, you know he's setting it up so that these women are in worse and worse and worse position before what's coming next. Oh yeah, she was a bag of groceries at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, think about it: if a person who can't put weight on one leg, like, what are you going to do with this person? And you're right? in a cave, and you have to climb, and you have to, yeah. like, yeah. I don't yeah, even know how they got her as far as they did. Honestly, I think if I was them, I think I would have said, "You have to stay here while we go find a way to get us out." They should have like done the same thing, thing with her yeah. that they did with Beth. They should have just crushed her head with a rock. Oh, honey, you're jumping ahead. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. All right. <clears throat> so they climb up into another chamber and this one is full of bones and I just jumped ahead. So now I can't see where I was. Hold on. There oh, we go. This one is smooth. Hey, listen now, <laughs> just make a note and make an edit here. Would you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we've got an editing system. <laughs> the editing office is not happy. <laughs> <clears throat> So they climb up into another chamber and it's full of bones. One of them uses the infrared on the camera to look around. And as they scan the room, there's something monstrous behind one of the girls. It runs through them and runs up onto the roof of the chamber, causing panic and terror. They, uh, they pick a tunnel to go down because now everyone's panicking. They're rushing along and they run right into another one of these creatures. The group scatters as the cave dweller attacks Holly, ripping out her throat because she was the low hanging fruit at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, Juno fights for Holly as the crawler tries to drag her away. She puts up a valiant fight, but uh, she's hitting the crawler with an ice pick. Well, that's not really an ice pick. What is it, like an ice axe? Climbing pick. Climbing pick, okay. Yeah. Anyways, she hits it with it, and then another one bum rushes Juno and knocks her over. The creature drags Holly away while Juno is continuing to fight for her own life. She's able to stab it to death. As she stands over the creature, she feels someone coming up behind her and spins, swinging the axe and puts it right through Beth's neck. In what seems to be true Juno fashion, when Beth whispers, don't leave me, Juno backs away into the darkness. So, Mickey, I went from cheering for Juno being such a badass one second to hating her guts all over again. 
You know, she went toe to toe for Holly, but then she causes Beth's injury and is like, ciao. I'll tell you, she like, again, I didn't like her from the get go. Um, mm-hmm. And then I remember being so pissed off the first time I saw that, because like I said, Beth, out of all the women, she was probably my second favorite character because she was very nurturing. You could tell she really cared about Sarah. Yeah. And I, I think she I think she was coming to try to help Juno with these yes. things. Mm-hmm. And that's how she gets repaid. And then not only that, she'd only get stabbed in the neck. And then Juno's like, peace out. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yep. And doesn't say anything to anybody else about it. Nope. And she's not like, I'm sorry, or, you know, no, bends down with her. Anything. She just, she's yeah. just like, fucking ciao, bye. Right. So, yeah. Bitch. Uh, um, <laughs> I, <clears throat> it's funny how people see movies differently because I really didn't have too much of a problem with Juno. I kind of felt like she really liked Sarah a lot and, um, and had her back. And, you know, I, th- I think and- that was guilt. Maybe, mm-hmm. but I didn't catch the the affair in the beginning. So I, I right off the bat, I wasn't looking at her the way you guys were. Right. And then in this scene, you know, they're being attacked by these like, you know, marshmallow ghouls. And <laughs> she, and you know, she just watched one friend get eaten. She's fighting or fighting one off for her one friend. She's being attacked by another. And then Beth like sneaks up on her and like taps her. It's like, no, what are you doing? This girl's swinging up freaking climbing pick and she whips around <laughs> thinking she's gonna stab a marshmallow ghoul and puts the thing straight through this girl's spine and shoots out her adam's apple even though she doesn't have one because she's a woman she <laughs> takes the, the climbing pick through the neck out the back and you know she pulls it out and the girl falls and whispers which would never happen because she's got no throat left and I mean, I don't know. What are you going to do? Like, oh, man, sorry. I didn't mean to put the uh, army picture I mean, if you care like about that. somebody, are you going to just peace out, Cub Scout? Are you going to yeah. at least take a second and be like, I dude, prob- their misery? Oh, I, I probably would have thrown misery. up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just- <laughs> Still a better reaction than Juno had. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know. Also, just so you guys know, I thought this was interesting. So there was like team a for the cast and it was the women and then there was team b and it was all the crawlers and they did not mix they purposely kept the actors separated so that there'd be no camaraderie there'd be they didn't even let them see what they were going to look like so the actors had no idea that reaction when they first see it through the the camera Mm -hmm. is a real reaction yep they didn't know they didn't know what they looked like they didn't know what that though they didn't even know they were on set they thought they were just in a scene. And what literally, I liked, the screaming and panicking was real. That's cool. I like the marshmallow that. Marshmallow ghoulies. The marshmallow ghoulies. <laughs> what I liked about these... That's a good band name. TM, TM, yes. TM. <laughs> marshmallow ghoulies. <laughs> uh, what I liked about these <laughs> monsters was... Man. Sorry, just, I had to chat. It took me a second. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast is feeling eerily similar to our neighbor's podcast. <laughs> Don't we get a little Um, crazy? (laughs) (laughs) So these monsters, what I did like about them was they weren't scary like, um, like, you know, threatening to me anyway. They felt more like zombies. Like, you know, if you were quiet, you could outrun them. Um, You know, if you smashed them in the head, they would die. They were very vulnerable, but they were dangerous because of their numbers. Um, 
And I like that. I thought it was really cool. You know, it was like you've mm -hmm. got these vulnerable monsters that are like super deadly, but also super vulnerable. And, you know, they weren't bad. They were just hungry. Well, I mean, I suppose at this point they're broken down to very primal behavior. They're animals, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not on team Juno. No, well, I want to no. underline one more thing for the end of this movie. I mean, let's be honest. Are you jumping Juno, ahead to the end? <laughs> no, but I'm saying I want to underline this point. Oh, okay. Juno did not kill Beth on purpose. That was not. Oh, of course not. No, no, no. I, I totally no. believe it was an accident, but. It was an accident. So yeah, that I was an accident. guilty about it. You know, that like, was an accident, but there's going to be a murder later in the movie that is not an accident. Yes. Agreed. Mm -hmm. But we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> we will. All right. So <laughs> Sam and Rebecca are lost in the dark and their batteries are dying. They're in a tight tunnel and Rebecca lights up a green glow stick because now it's a rave. It's <laughs> marshmallow rave. It's a marshmallow rave. It's the marshmallow ghoulie rave. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm in. TM, TM, TM. Um, R. <laughs> it's not very bright, but it's uh, but it casts enough glow, and you can see that there's a creature hanging in the ceiling above them. And I wrote watching them, but clearly it's not watching them. It's listening to them because it can't see crap. Right. Mm -hmm. um, they hear crawlers coming, so they climb up onto a ledge, turn off the headlamp, and they're hoping to hide. Meanwhile, somehow Sarah was able to lay down and take a nap and have a nightmare. She yeah. still has the camera with the infrared on. She uses it to look around and realizes that she's surrounded by bones, some human, some animal. She hears the creatures and she tries to move to hide using the camera to watch. She can see Holly's body and watches as the creatures convene to eat her. Sarah gags at the sight and one of the creatures hears her. It's right in front of her, but Juno is calling for her and the creatures scatter again, going after the loud noise. So Sam and Rebecca discover the crawlers can see, uh, can't see them, when one of them goes right by them, despite the green glow from the glow stick making them very visible. So these creatures are working almost exclusively off sound at this point. Um, you get the scene where her watch beeps mm -hmm. and she chucks it because it can't find them. It's just looking for the watch. Um, and of course, in the meantime, Juno is walking around yelling out everyone's name. And Sarah, Sam and Rebecca have all figured out that the creatures are finding them through sound. So none of them are saying, hey, Juno, we're over here because they're, they're not, they're, none of them are concerned that Juno is bringing down the pack of them on her head with all of her yelling. I think they're kind of like, hey, that's OK. You take them on. Um, but Des, you think these creatures are pretty interesting, don't you? Don't, they've lost vision for years in the dark and the clicking noises are almost like uh, a bat echolocation. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But I had a lot of troubles with the rules of these animals. You know, it seems like sometimes in fight scenes they could see, even though they weren't supposed to. It seems like they had no scent whatsoever. They had no touch. I mean, they've been crawling around in the dark. He's like, they're standing on Sarah, and it's things not like, oh, I feel a fleshy <laughs> woman under me. Maybe I should eat it. Um, you know, the first time we see it, she shines the light on it, and it's spooked, and it runs away. So it can see that, I mean, they weren't following rules with these monsters. And I was fine with it. I was fine with it. But they definitely were not following the rules with these monsters. Um, yeah, yeah, that was. Right, though, there's a couple times where, like, somebody moves a light or something and it reacts to it. Yeah. Right? So that means they can kind of see, but not. Yeah, that was my first my first thought about these things. But I thought they were cool and I liked them a lot. Yeah, I think that it's a cool design. They also said that uh, part of the design was taken from uh, the classic Max Shrek Nosferatu. Mm -hmm. So, yep. like, that's kind of like the look <clears throat> they were going for. Obviously, he was, you know, more human. But that kind of that pointy ear thing. And then, of course, 
that kind of weird grayish skin. I feel now like especially me... when they were standing behind, <clears throat> excuse me, when they were standing behind the, the first time you actually see them when, when, mm. they, when she had her on the camera, like that to me was like total Nosferatu. Like, yes. Oh yeah. He was just kind of standing there like, Hmm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There were some great jump scares and some great visuals um, with this, but let me give you this movie from another angle. Okay. There's this tribe of creatures and they do what they can to survive. You know, they eat and they hunt and this crazy monster comes down with a pit climbing ax and starts <laughs> butchering them in their own home. Okay. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's all about perspective, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she murdered one of them's babies. Remember the later in the movie. Yeah, um, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she's Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, not to go off the subject, but she did remind me a little bit of a young Sissy Spacek. Oh, definitely. Yes. I, it's almost like they played off that when they did that blood scene later. Okay. Definitely. So it me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I wrote that down 100%. Yeah, definitely <laughs> gave it gave you that vibe for sure. Yeah. All right. So Sarah's cutting clothing and taking items off of Holly. She finds an old lamp and uses some kerosene and strikes a spark with two carabiners to make a torch. And I'm not sure you could get a spark from two carabiners like that, but it was still kind of cool. Sam and Rebecca are slowly making their way out when a creature drops down from the ceiling in front of them. Sam makes a run for it when Rebecca tries to fight the crawler. It's about to rip her throat out when Juno appears and stabs it dead. She tells them that Holly and Beth are dead, but doesn't tell them that she killed Beth by accident. They discuss what the crawlers are, blind, evolved to live underground, and hunt using noise. Juno says she's found markings, and she's pretty sure that it's going to be a way out, but she won't leave without Sarah. Um, Mickey, you think that she wants to save Sarah from guilt or friendship? Guilt. Yeah. That's just me being a, um, you know, I I don't know. That's my gut. My gut's Mm. telling me maybe a little bit of friendship, but I think the guilt is overriding that. I think if she hadn't been a, you know, a sleazy friend... Um, I think she'd, you know, still want to help her, but I really think it's more guilt. Than I also think else. it's guilt that she killed Beth because Beth, oh, and, yeah. Beth and Sarah were super tight. Right. I agree. Yep. Um, I feel like she, again, I can't say this enough. I, I cannot blame her for that death on Beth. Any one of those women would have been swinging that pickaxe to save their lives. And the girl was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, she got hit. It's, I right. totally agree that it was an accident, but the way that she behaves after the fact I feel and like ne- never says it. to Rebecca, I, I accidentally hit her with my axe. Like I that- mean, she had to think she was dead. I mean, that axe went through her spine and out her throat. There was nothing she could do for her. They're being attacked by marshmallow monsters. She had to just go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure she would have risked. I mean, put yourself in this position. You're in this cave. There's thousands of marshmallow ghouls trying to eat you. You've already seen your friend's guts get eaten. I'm not hanging around because I feel guilty that I banged some chick. If that's the kind of human being this girl is, she doesn't care. She's like, I, I she doesn't care. She's she's just getting the fuck out of there. She's not waiting around for Sarah because <laughs> a year ago she had sex with her husband and she feels bad about it. Like, Listen, I'll chance getting eaten by a marshmallow monster. But she says bad. she's going to stay and find Sarah. So Yeah, because she's Sarah's friend. She likes Sarah. I think she genuinely loves Sarah. Ooh, I don't know. Mm. I, I have to disagree. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Dylan on that one. Anna. Yeah, I disagree. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, our friend Sarah is picking her way along with her torch and she finds Beth, who is actually still alive, despite being dragged down into the crawler's feeding den. She tells Sarah that Juno did this to her and to not trust her. Find your own way out. As she attempts to pick up Beth, her hand comes away with the necklace Juno was wearing. Beth tells her that Paul gave it to her. Then Beth asks her to kill her. Sarah bludgeons her with a rock, sparing her friend the horror of being alive when the crawlers come back to eat her. While she is mourning Beth, she's attacked again, this time from a childlike creature. And then there's another woman-like creature that is picking through the assorted dead things. Sarah tries to run and falls face first into a pool of gore. She rises slowly and tries to get out without making as much noise as possible, but another creature is there and it grabs her. There's a bloody wrestling match that ends when she stabs it with a bone. When another comes, she lays still before bludgeoning it. Uh, you know, I agree with you that this was kind of a weird thing because these um, creatures wouldn't really know fire very well. Like this would be something that they're not familiar with. And you would think the heat from the fire mm -hmm. would have been like, what is this? You know, right. like, and he was standing right next to something on fire and had his hand on her head and she's warm. She's not cold. Like a dead thing would be cold. Right. right. So like, yeah, the rules were a little funky in some places, you know? Yeah. You know, Nikki, what'd you think of the scene? Uh, I agree. And I think that the, the mama monster marshmallow ghoulie there was really, yes. um, she was creepy. Like she, oh, yeah. she was probably the creepiest one to me, even more than the kid for some reason. Like she was the creepiest monster because, you know, not only obviously she's a monster, but she's like a protective mama monster. So that like, yeah. I don't know. That just it just freaked me out. And yeah, then you almost when, feel bad for her to a certain degree, but at the same I time, she's creepy as hell. Right. Yeah. And then you know when she's on the when when Sarah's like on the the rock and the thing like has its like foot on her head or her hand on her head, I was like, Ugh! you know what I mean? Like that grossed me out. It's just as much just having like that thing like touching me. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes, Ugh! yeah, no, yes. I'm all set. That that would gross me out more than the pool of blood. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that mama marshmallow monster seemed to be more evolved than the other ones. It had hair. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. It looked like it could see because it was chasing her. Mm -hmm. It just looked like it was more human well, than maybe, the rest. Maybe, maybe mama marshmallow ghoulie was uh, another spelunker that had gone down there and got stuck. And instead of killing her, they kind of maybe. made her... Like yeah. they're, you know, maybe because it definitely looked more human. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I mean, they're yeah. obviously procreating. There's a child like being yeah. right, so they're procreating to some degree, right? And um, uh, <clears throat> go ahead, honey. I was gonna say, you know, there's no way Beth is still alive at this point. You know, she's bled out, there's no way she's still alive. First of all, that pick went through her windpipe, through the back of her spine. There's no way she's still alive. And if she is still alive, she's not like, you know, Juno did this to me. Like, no, <laughs> it's it's just there's no possible way. I wasn't <laughs> buying it. And when um, Beth asked Sarah to kill her, if I'm Sarah, I'm like, could you possibly grab a bigger rock? I'm not sure that's going to do it. Like, when she drops it on the first time. It's like, no. That didn't do it. Give me another shot. You know? <laughs> Boom. No. One more please. All right, stop. Forget it. You're just banging me up worse. Oh, my you know? God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Although, um, I'm going to put something out there, and this is obviously not for Des because you don't feel this way, but Mickey, 
Yes. Beth knew that Juno and Paul had a thing and never told Sarah until now. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> but like seriously, because she wasn't surprised. Yeah. Yeah. She I, knew I, that it had come from Paul and wasn't surprised by it. So that meant she knew and she didn't tell her. And I got to be honest with you. Any of my good friends is banging one of my other good friends' husbands. I'm telling them. Oh, yeah. No, I feel the same way. And that's that that's kind of my only the only real issue I had with Beth because I like A, I would want to know. Mm-hmm. And B, you can be damn sure that I'm gonna be letting you know. You know yes. what I mean? Like oh, yeah. Yeah. especially if you're supposed to be my, you know, my BFF and you know, you're doing all this other shit for me, but yet you're not gonna tell me that our other friend is screwing my husband, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and to be honest with you, I don't know I, I don't know why I think this. And they may have said it and I just forgot, but like, did they say that it was actually like, were they sleeping together? Or it was more like, I don't know why I can't. I mean, nobody ever said that there was actual sex as far as I can tell, but I mean, he, they yeah. gave her that. Right. Well, there, so there was definitely the, feelings. There was the, the comment uh, made at one point when Juno says uh, we all lost something in that accident. Um, at one point, she grabs a necklace and kisses it before jumping down into the cave. I mean, she was obviously, and this is a year later. Yeah, so, but there was right. no exposition in this movie saying that there was an affair. I mean, these were all just, you know, little winks and stuff. I mean. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing is like, I'm not kissing a necklace a dude gave me who's been dead for a year if it wasn't a really important person right. to me. No, totally agreed. Um, agreed. And I don't know if, and I don't I got now I have to watch it again. I don't know if Sarah knew that uh, a I'm sure she knew that she had the necklace. I'm sure she paid attention to it, but I guess she just assumed that it came from not obviously from her husband, but like what am I trying to say? I can't find my words. Um like you know just because it was a cool necklace because I mean it says, right. it says love every day on it and I think right. that it was always turned around so that was against Juno's chest and you could just right. see like the feather because it was yeah. a feather, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a night. It was a silver feather. So maybe. I mean, I'm. I'm assuming she didn't know that her husband gave it to Juno because I'd. I'd be like, what are you giving her jewelry for? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um. So I. I wish they had flushed the whole thing out a little bit more for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if you gave me, honestly, I would rather a five minute scene that explained the uh, backstory there more. Mm-hmm. Then I needed all the, the the joking around in the cabin with the women. Definitely. Yes. You know, you could have cut that yeah. and put a little bit more exposition into the relationship uh, dynamics. Okay. Yeah, some character building. It just That was one thing that this movie really lacked was you just never got to know any of these characters, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, too, honestly, I think um, that originally it was supposed to be men. Mm. It, or it was supposed to be mixed, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was supposed to be mixed initially, and um, eventually, at some point, the guy uh, who wrote, was his name Neil, honey, um, uh, yeah. he sure. said, "I think that it." <laughs> you're like, maybe I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, he said, "You know, there's not really a lot of horror films that are all women, so right. let's just do all women." And that's why I was did. glad they did. I was glad they did. Yeah, no, I think it adds something. I do because the cave yeah. is mixed, and I I don't know. I like I I did like this better than the cave. Yeah. 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 Also, I would like to say they all say to each other, these things hunt by using noise. And then they're like, 
hey, Sarah, hey, Juno. (laughs) It's like, bitches, shut up. What is wrong with you? They absolutely did not follow the rules. They are slothing it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, like the girl's little watch would be like, beep, beep. Beep beep and like the ghoul's right on it, but like you know, the other girls Sarah's like, hey, everybody, and there's like no monster around. <laughs> Holy shit, you sounded totally like Rebecca when you <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the voiceover career is a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh my, my lord. None of these none of these women characters were very nice. They all ended up doing like super sketchy shit in this movie. I don't know. I think that the two blondes, Sam and Rebecca, they were they were decent characters. Oh, yeah. it's just, I forgot they, they were any, in the movie. Yeah, they didn't have any fleshing <laughs> out, so you kind of lose them. But they, yeah. like, Stan was a wasn't going to school to be a doctor, and she was, yeah. you know, setting bones and stuff. Like, you know, like she was no, a good she person. Was nice. She know, was and, nice, and yeah. Beth was nice as a you know hot lunch, and um, <laughs> and you know the other one was nice, whatever her name was. Oh my god! I'm talking about our three main characters, Sarah. though. You know. Yeah, they all have a point in this movie where they're doing stuff. You know, the one holding the secret back. Yeah. You know, the other one cheating with the other one's husband and then, you know, leaving the other one to die. And we're going to get to the final sin at the end. Yeah, absolutely. So Sam, Rebecca, and Juno hear Sarah and they call out for her. As you'd expect by now, creatures that hunt by noise, this is attracting more of them and they're forced to run away. They reach another chasm and Sam tries to diverse it, but a creature catches her halfway across. She's able to stab it, but not before it rips open her throat while her sister and Juno watch. From behind, a creature grabs Rebecca and tears open her belly. Juno jumps into the water at the bottom of the chasm, then climbs back up. She's about to fall when she's grabbed and pulled up by Sarah, who looks absolutely demonic, covered in blood at this point. (laughs) And I'm just going to shoot straight through to the end, so hold on, people. Sarah gives Juno a chance to come clean about Beth, and Juno whiffs. Despite that, she tells Juno to come on. Once again, they're attacked by creatures, and this time, they're able to fend them off. With the creatures dispatched, Sarah stands toe-to-toe with Juno, holding the axe. Juno doesn't understand what's happening until Sarah shows her the necklace. She puts the axe through Juno's leg and leaves her as creatures approach. So Sarah Mm -hmm. falls down another tunnel and suddenly sees daylight, and we get this great cinematography... I can't say it. You know, a great shot. I'm not cutting that out. I'm not cutting that out. Leave it in. It's fine. (laughs) leave it in I don't give a crap so we get this great shot of her crawling up the incline of bones towards the light and it's like it goes shoots across the screen like it's so cool it's a great shot like I saw that and I backed it up to watch it again I was like that's beautiful like it was just beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, and she breaks through to the outside she runs screaming back to the vehicles and drives away once she's a safe distance over she pulls and she's sobbing over. Shot. Oh God, sorry. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's like a marshmallow <laughs> monster. I am a marshmallow monster. <laughs> Jesus. Marshmallow ghoulie. I'm taking over again next week. Whatever. Because <laughs> you did so great. <laughs> <laughs> My Batman review was a train wreck. <laughs> All right. All right. Once she's a safe distance, she pulls over and starts sobbing. A truck blows by her, blaring its horn. She lowers her window and vomits. And when she sits back up, Juno is sitting next to her grinning. We're left with a cut to Sarah's eyes snapping open. Is she still in the underground? Mickey, what did you think? Um, I know there's a lot to unpack there. Feel free to back well, up if you need to. Yeah, she's hanging from the cavers with her throat slit. Let's start from there. 
Okay, hold on a second, and you may want to edit this out, but your ending. Mm -hmm. Explain explain your ending again. Just the last, like when she's in the car and she throws up. Yep, she throws up. She sits back up. Juno is sitting next to her grinning, and it cuts to uh, Sarah's eyes snapping open. And I know I watched the other ending, so I know the other ending. Um, Okay, because that's the only ending I've seen. Oh, really? So this one on Amazon that I watched last night, literally, she throws up, she sits back up, Juno's sitting next to her, her and you you just get a close-up of her eyes. Her eyes snap open, and that's it. It goes to black. Oh, so see, that I so they that's how they left it open ending. for de- the descent too. Oh, mm-hmm. that's which, why they did that. Yeah, which was not very good. But um, the ending that I saw should I even talk? Yeah, about no, please. Yeah, yeah. I was okay. going to. I was going so, to. So please go ahead. Okay, so the ending that I saw was she crawls out. That beautiful shot of her climbing up the bones. She gets in the car. She's like kissing the car. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the beautiful shot of, um, you know, overhead of her driving. By the way, did you know this was filmed in Scotland? Oh, wow. I did not. It was not <laughs> filmed anywhere in the States. Wow. <laughs> the All the exterior shots were filmed in Scotland. Scotland. Um, <laughs> in Scotland. Um, so yay me because I love Scotland. anything yeah, Scottish. So, me too. Um, but so anyway, and then she pulls over to the side of the road and she throws up. And she, um, and she lays, she lays, puts her head back and then the horn blows and then her eyes snap open and she sits up and she looks and she sees her daughter with a cake Mm -hmm. blowing out the candles. And as the screen, as the camera pans back, you see her, she's stuck in the cave in a place where she can't get out. Yes. Hmm. And you can hear creatures all around her. Yes. That's Hmm. the ending that I saw. Interesting. Yep. I think so, what they said was yeah. that the one I saw last night was the U.S. ending. Okay. Um, and they said that the reason why they did it that way was because they wanted to be able to do a second one, whereas you couldn't do a second one with the ending that you saw. Like, right. Yeah, because so, basically pretty much everyone's dead and that's it. So Right. And and to be honest with you, with the, the ending that I have um, with her stuck in the cave – I still, I still think it's all in her head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. These monsters don't exist. This whole thing didn't exist. It never happened. Yeah. In uh, my mind. Did you see part two, Mickey? I saw part two when it first came out. So is Sarah um, in part two? Does it continue from this movie? Sarah is in part two and somebody else is in part two. And I don't remember much of it. I just, the only part I remember like her getting to the police station, she gets, she gets out and she, she's at like a police station and all these people want her to go back down there with them to show her where everything is. I saw it too. I saw it too. Okay. That's really all I remember. So that tells you what I thought of it because I don't. Funny now that you say it. I remember. I, I really, I really feel like this one was so unique. Yeah. Um, it was such a cool idea, cool story. And I love the fact that it makes you realize that those little marshmallow ghoulies, mm. they're not the monsters. It's the people that you think are your friends. Definitely. Yeah. I yep. love that. Great take on it. Yeah. The, so, the second one, they go down in that like old mine shaft, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember a lot about it. Um, I just remember that I didn't like it. 
Yeah, I totally saw it now that you say that. I remember, too, yeah. they go down with the police and that mine yeah. shaft. And yeah, it sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's, it, it, essentially, it's panned. Like, the, everyone loves the first one and nobody likes the second one. So, Well, yeah. and I think that I don't even know if the same guy did it because I don't think he wanted to do a second one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, if because I think he wanted it to end and that was it. It was just right. the movie was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, um, yeah, there was no need for a second one. Like, it's almost like, what's what's the point of a second one, right? Yeah. I mean, right. now, if you took it and had a new group of people find the place and the right. same thing happened again, okay. But to trot poor Sarah back out, although I will also say that there's um, the shot when she gets out, you know, she breaks out of the hole. Yeah. Yep. And she's walking on the ground. And she's like crying as she's stumbling towards the Jeep. Mm-hmm. It reminded very me, very much of the ending of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yes. Like it, yep. oh, it's almost like it was an homage because it, it called to it so hard. I was like, ooh, that was right. Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like even yeah. though like, oh, my God, you know, the happy music. And she's like, I'm free. I'm free. I can breathe and blah, blah, blah. But you still know that there's she's not free. Like, no, mm-hmm. no. You know, it, so, um, Yeah. Yeah, it had a little of that um, Nightmare of Elm Street feel too, you know, because she's out, she's free, and then she's stuck in the dream or stuck in the psychosis or whatever, because we know that Juno wasn't really in the car, but she's now being dragged back into it, you know, or uh, what was that room uh, 1438, whatever the one is with um, Cusack. Oh, 1408. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that movie. So um, let's we so did yeah. we did gloss over a couple, some a bunch of scenes yeah, here. No, so please feel free to go back. Um, I'll tell you. So I love when you know she bumps into Juno again and she's covered in the blood. And I love what Juno says. What have you been up to? Because <laughs> she, she she's gone from being like mousy and scared to she looks like she's been kicking ass and taking yes. names, and she's all business at this point. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's now going to take Juno the rest of the way you know she's like just get behind me i'm gonna kick some ass and we're gonna get out of here they get to the main room and this fight scene between the ghouls and with juno and sarah is fucking a great scene they speed up some of the film a little bit um you know the two girls are savage in this scene they're Mm -hmm. fucking going to town on these poor little marshmallow people you know crushing (laughs) their skulls and and you know, just you know, I think at one point Poking she like their kicks, eyes. Yeah, kicking yeah. one of them in the balls. I mean, yes. yeah, you saw that, right? Yes. Yeah. I didn't see there, any balls at any point, but yeah. she kicked him in that general area. Yeah, yeah. Well, she kicked him in his marshmallow mush. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh yeah, I thought that scene was super effective. And then, you know, I mean, I think that when Beth told Sarah, you know. Juno did this to me, you know, don't trust her. I think that was an ingenuous statement. And I'll tell you why. Because Beth knew goddamn well she snuck up on this woman while she was trying to defend her friends. Juno was kicking ass on the marshmallow people to save Beth or to save Holly. And she would have done the same to save Beth if Beth had been in that position. She was not looking to hurt Beth. She was not looking to hurt anybody. She was trying to get those people out. She felt bad for putting them in the position. And then basically Sarah commits murder on her friend. At the end, she freaking sucker punches her in the knee with a climbing pick and says, 
See you later. You're a hot lunch and leaves. Bullshit. Well, to, <laughs> to be fair, though, like if I was Beth and I knew that Juno was sleeping with my friend's husband and then even even if it was an accident, the bitch hit me in the neck with a pickaxe, I'd be pissed. And I would, I would say to it. my friend, she did this to me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Know? By this accident. Go get her. By accident. She did it by accident. <laughs> I mean, yes. I totally 100% agree that it was an accident. She was, yes. the, the adrenaline was pumping. She f felt like, you know, we all know what it feels like to have somebody come up behind you. Now think yes. about that in the situation they're already in, fighting for their lives. You are going to swing because you don't expect somebody to be coming up behind you. So right. it is a little bit of best fault that she's not like, Juno, as she's approaching her, because if you hear somebody say your yeah. name, you're not going to spin with the friggin' thing. Yeah. Right. And it's also Juno's fault for just swinging that axe around like a lunatic. But quite frankly, before you ever step step foot into these stupid caves, you were messing around with one of your friends' husbands. Like you're already right. a shitbag. Sorry, you can't prove you're that. A shitbag. Oh, you can't prove that. Not only, not only. Okay, not only is she a shitbag for doing that. She's a shitbag for taking them to a different cave and not telling them and not filing a plan mm -hmm. on the new cave. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yep. And then on top of that, uh, you know, you basically have put everyone's life in danger because you're you get into that first cave with them and you go, the only way out is to go through this uh, down this pipe. So you know what? She's been in there a little bit digging around. She knows something's going on in there. I mean, yeah. she doesn't know that there's creatures down there looking to eat their faces but no. right you know she clearly has an idea and you lied to everybody and put yeah. all these people's lives in danger take the creatures right. out of the the equation before you ever see a freaking creature holly's broken her leg and beth almost i'm sorry not beth uh sarah almost got, gets crushed right yep. that's before you ever see a creature like wildly irresponsible Right. And no offense, but if I'm with a group of girlfriends and we go into some place and they say to me, the only way out is down the pipe. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'll fucking crawl back up. I'll meet well, you. I'll meet you guys. You got a bunch of axes. Use the axes to crawl back up the side. Good yeah, Lord. Right. Thank you. I'll wait yeah. for you guys at the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to sit here and eat my apple. I'll see you guys in a couple hours. If you're not right? back by eight, I'm going to Wendy's. <laughs> let's go to Popeyes <laughs> yeah we're going to Popeyes I'm all set you know you could almost take the marshmallow people out of this movie and there's still a horror movie there yeah yeah well, and Juno's the saying, bad like, guy yeah it's like literally the monsters are your the people you think you can trust Sarah's the bad guy she's the only one that actually <laughs> intentionally murdered one of her friends down there <laughs> to kind of psychopath well, I mean, I can't disagree with that. Actually, well, she... Sarah murdered two of her friends down there. She crushed one of her friend's head with a boulder, and then she shoved a pick into the other one's leg and left her for a hot lunch. That, that lady was a is mercy nuts. Kill. The boulder was a mercy kill. Um, but And to be fair, she's on medication. She is on medication. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is all in her head. It right. is. Yeah. Yeah. I like the ending we got, you know, because again, you know, she opens her she sees Juno in black and white, I might add. Juno is not even in color. And, you know, then she opens her eyes. And in my mind, that's, you know, her opening right. her eyes to this psychosis she's oh, having. Or no, 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 no. Because when when you get that close up of her opening her eyes, her face yeah. is still covered in blood. 
Well, she could be waking up in the car wreck from the beginning of the movie. Oh, now that's interesting. Oh, or in the hospital, you know, on the gurney. Well, they no, would she's, clean her up. Well, not if see, she had now just I'm been. I'm going to have to try to see the the U.S. ending because I'll tell you when I watch the 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 ending that I have, that's the only one I've ever seen is the one that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. that sounds really stupid, didn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen what I've seen. I've I love it. What I've seen. You know, this is um, what makes the podcast fun, though. When it's too <laughs> stiff and done properly, it's like we're not yeah. good enough movie reviewers for us to be trying to pull off some legit movie review. It's fun <laughs> when we're just sitting here butchering our way through it, like we were surrounded by marshmallow ghouls. <laughs> it has to be <laughs> trash or it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> marshmallow ghoulie rave. Um, I've only seen what I've seen, but. I remember seeing what I've seen. It's like I am what I am. Um, when I've, I lost my. Oh, you were talking about the end. You were talking about the end. Oh, thank you. Yes, I remember watching that, and it was almost like I don't know if you guys have seen The Mist. No, but I heard it's good. Oh my god, it's amazing. Is it? But it's one of those like it, it that I felt. Like I felt watching the end of the mist, like I felt like somebody just punched me in the stomach. Like it was like, wow, like, holy, really? Like after all that, really? Like, damn, you know, she can't catch a fucking break, you know, like she's stuck in this thing. So Mickey, was the mist the one where they're all stuck in the um, supermarket? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that did look scary. I haven't seen it. Incredible. That's another one. Like, I don't want to like give it, a, I'm not going to give anything away, but like, that's another one where you realize um, it's scary how fast people turn when like yeah. shit hits the fan. Yeah. Right. It is an amazing movie. Right. Nice. Well, we'll put yeah, that one on the list. You see who people really are when you get into a mess. Yes. Yep. Yeah. This movie, like I said, it didn't scare me. There was, I, I know Dylan's already talked to you about this, but um, like, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, but I did watch that movie. Um, Sinister, the, oh, the yep. first one with Ethan Hawke. Yes. And man, that movie scared the fuck out of me. And usually yes. I am not scared by movies. The only movies that really genuinely scare me are like Paranormal Activity because I watched yes. that. And there's a chance it could happen. Like if I ever woke up and Dylan was standing on my chest staring at me, like yeah. that's what I would be afraid would happen. If I, so I couldn't watch that movie because I'm like, fuck this, man. I'm inviting this right. into my life. I, no. Right. But right. for a movie that doesn't have a scenario that could actually happen to me, Sinister was really scary. Like, I remember about halfway through, I'm like, okay, I need to take a break. I paused it. I went out, like, you know, goofed around in my kitchen for a few minutes and then went back to it. So I'd like to review that and see if it's as scary as I remember it. Yeah. I mean, I would watch that because I'll tell you, like, I love horror movies um, Mm -hmm. and I own a ton of them and Sinister is one that I, and you know, I'll watch them over and over again. Sinister is one that I've I've only seen once. Me too. Um, And I would watch it again. um, but I'd have to watch it during the day. Like yeah. it's scary. <laughs> no, it's a scary yeah. one. It's a scary one. I remember being frightened. Yeah. I was yeah. almost as frightened uh, for that one when I was. Uh, what's the one with the the red man? That is. The... Oh, insidious. Yeah. Oh my god, that was terrifying. That 
that, that was, was terrifying. Very creepy too. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, that was scary. Yeah, that was a good well, one. Well, I love um the pretty much all the movies that are based on Ed and Lorraine Warren. I love all those yes. movies. So I watch yep. all of them. And I also love Vera Farmiga. So like it's like a I double yeah, yeah, a double whammy because I love her and then I love Ed and Lorraine Warren. So pretty much watch any of the movies that are based on them. But um that one in particular really got me. Like that was really creepy. Yeah, nice. the, when they talk about the further, yeah, that's really creepy. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing is creepy. Well, it's it's also that uh, jump scare that happens like literally in the middle middle of a scene where you don't expect a jump scare, you know. Yep. Like that, I, and I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but yeah, like they perp- like somehow pulled off an amazing jump scare in the middle of a scene that like you're just not expecting one. So yes, I, and it's you know what's funny amazing. too is I, I I do know that like. I'm, I feel like I'm usually pretty good with jump scares. Like I don't usually get sucked in by a lot of them, mm-hmm. but the descent. Yeah. Man. I'm the, with the you. The poles. Oh my God. Like yeah. I, I literally jumped, literally jumped out of my seat. They got me. They got me at least three times with jump scares. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, they got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. The one, the one with the camera got me because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. The poles got me. <clears throat> the, the monster, Um, you know, above the head got me yep, yep. Um, yeah there were a few that got me pretty good yeah mm-hmm. all right well we'll make plans to either do the mist or we'll do oh, yeah. um or we'll do sinister or both you know we'll just put yeah. them both on or there all. they're all <laughs> and um of course we're gonna do the continental divide with mickey i know she's dying to do it what continental what? divide no she's not she is. He's making this what? up. It's a movie that sounds terrible that I don't even want to watch. And he's it's a he's, 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 with he's John trying Belushi. to softball it in. No, John garbage. It's a nice movie. <laughs> no, it's it's literally like the only John Belushi movie nobody has seen except for you. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> nice movie. All right, okay. we've we've been talking about anything but this movie for the last twenty minutes. So <laughs> Let's I suppose do, it's time um, for rewatch scores, huh? Yeah. yeah. So Mickey. What is your rewatch score and final thought on The Descent? My rewatch score is probably, I'd say, 3.8. 3.8. I like it. Um, because I love, again, I love to be scared. I love, I love the whole concept of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that the monsters were the least scary thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. just you know the 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 whole you know people the friendship thing was scary and just ugh, the claustrophobia was scary to me. Yeah, yeah. All right, Glenn. All right, uh, I'm gonna give it a three point five. Um, there, I'm not sure that I'd be rewatching it personally very much, but I really did enjoy it. I thought it was scary enough to be a quote unquote scary movie, but not so scary that I'm like, I will never ever watch that ever again type of scary. Cause there are a couple of those out there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think a 3.5 is a fair score. It, uh, I, they could have done a little bit more character building. There was definitely some story left on the table, um, that could have made it a little bit better. That might've made me, uh, invest in the characters a little more, but, uh, yeah. it was still a fun ride. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to start explaining the rewatch score to the co-hosts as they come on, because I think people are misunderstanding it. Like for instance, when we did talk radio, um, mm-hmm. you know, Tony gave it a lower score because, because I think he was thinking, you know, how many times would he rewatch it? So it's basically you're scoring it like you would, you know, stars. It's just called a rewatch score. It's not how many times you rewatch it. So right. 
I wouldn't watch this movie again. I, I mean, I wouldn't look for it again. If it was on, maybe I'd leave it on if I was like dicking around the house. But here's the deal with this movie. I don't like horror movies. This wasn't a horror movie. Um, it wasn't a great movie. It wasn't a perfect movie. The character building was terrible. Um, you know, they didn't stick to their own rules with the monsters. The monsters weren't scary. But this movie was a shitload of fun. I really liked it. <laughs> I I loved the story of women going down in, you know, in these caves. And it didn't matter that the story was thin. It was fun. And I really enjoyed it. And for that reason, I am going to give this movie a rewatch score of four. Because Ooh. if you like this kind of movie, how could you not be entertained? You're at a marshmallow rave. It's awesome. Marshmallow <laughs> monster rave. It's it's great. You got Carrie. You got pickaxes. You got infidelity. You got murder. You got monsters. <laughs> yeah, you got compound fractures. Compound fractures. You got whitewater rafting. It's all in there. Little girl birthday parties. It's it's everything you could ask for. <laughs> The little girl birthday party is not the selling point. <laughs> oh my god! All um, right. Just a little so, um, fun fact, though. I don't know oh. if you knew this. Um, just throw this in there. The director of this movie also did Dog Soldiers, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh. Never heard of it. What is I it? I don't think I've ever heard of it. Um, again, it takes place in Scotland, and it's um, it's I guess it's considered a horror movie. It's a werewolf movie. Oh. Um, some of the best werewolf effects I've ever seen. I'm oh, I'm going to go look for I it. I love, yeah, it's, I like, I love werewolf stuff and it's, and they're just badass. Like you should watch it. Okay. It's well, wait another then. one that I own, but yeah, it's really good. In this case, I think I might have to suggest a movie to Mickey that we do an American werewolf in London, the original. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That might I mean, have it's, to be it's one. literally the most terrifying thing ever. Like that's one of the ones on my list that's like it actually frightened the pants off me. I like, have yeah. told really? the story. I have told the story on this show in a different podcast of my experience with that movie and what <laughs> happened and how horrified I, I snuck in as a little kid oh. and and saw it with some friends. And my mother was going to nursing school at the time and she would leave early before I would go to school. I was so afraid that she was either A turning into a werewolf. Or B was going to be like Jack. That at night I would go to bed and I'd be like, Mom. And she'd be like, Yeah. Uh, checking. <laughs> Mom. Yeah. And I'd do it over and she'd come in and be like, All right, what's going on? Why do you keep calling my name? Because I want to know if you're a werewolf. Oh my and, God. Yep. And in the morning, I used to sleep in and then get myself to the bus. I would have to get up and go with her to the bus. She would get on the bus and I would go home because I was so afraid that Jack was going to come visit me. So little kids, don't go see movies you shouldn't go see because they will fuck you up. <laughs> okay. I have rambled on enough. So with Mickey's 3.8, the Lynn's 3.5, and my point 4.0, I think it's fair that we give this movie a 3.75 rewatch score. It is better than average. It's a great movie. If you like this kind of movie and you haven't seen it, what are you waiting for? Go see this movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, we will be back next week. We will have Pat, the podcaster with a fully packed bong, back again for your entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be discussing the movie Scrooge because we will be doing oh. a month of Christmas movies. We're going to so attempt to at least. <laughs> going, I love, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. So I'm looking forward to doing this one. And for anybody that's keeping score, we were supposed to do um, 
Ford Fairlane last week. But unfortunately, that movie has been canceled. And unless you own a copy of it, you cannot watch it. And since we only had one copy between the three of us, we weren't able to get it done in time. But we are going to do it. We are going to pass that one lowly copy around in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and get it done. I don't even so, want to watch it, but we'll do it. I don't it. either. I I'm don't sure either. It's just terribly masochistic. And how about this? I watched but, a preview. Yeah. You watched a preview. Let's give it our score now and be done with it. Oh, zero. Ford, <laughs> <laughs> Ford Fairlane gets uh, zero rewatches. Okay, we're done with that one. <laughs> I feel because I know Pat wants to do it, but. Oh boy, the trailer was a tough watch. And so I'm thinking yeah. to myself, I have to sit through a whole movie of this. Like, you know, with the Andrew Dice Clay doing the oh thing, I'm like, oh, oh. I was just it like, oh, not, I can't. I can't. It may not happen. It may not happen. All it right. So I just want to thank all the viewers that, um, that stopped by to listen to the show. And if you want to support the show more, of course, you can do that on our anchor page. It helps us put out better content, which wouldn't be hard. And if you want to <laughs> give us your opinions, thoughts whatever it is you want to just leave a message if i think it's clever i think it's interesting i think it's smart i'll read it at the end of the show and if you want to um request a movie that we do and we think it's something that we'd like to do we of course will give you full credit mention it on the air and do the movie if we yeah like it. we've so. got the facebook page hey did you ever see that movie and we also have uh, the Gmail. It's hey, did you ever see that movie at gmail.com. So feel free to reach out uh, either way. Like the Facebook page, comment on stuff. We try to share what we're doing ahead so people can, you know, watch along if they want to. And yeah, just cool. trying to build a little bit of community over there. I love it. And Mickey, so next week we are doing Scrooge, but the week after we have open, and I would like to extend this offer to you. If you want to pick a Christmas movie, and it could be anything from trading places to die hard to whatever as long as it has a christmas tree in it it counts Sweet. so you pick whatever you want i don't care what it is be creative surprise us and the floor is yours excellent all right excellent all right everybody well thanks for joining the show mickey thanks for coming on like always thanks, it's so much fun having you and we'll see you all next time and remember hey did you ever see that movie <laughs> bye <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, I swear I got it this time. I'm that's okay. it. No more giggles. Okay. Our movie opens with three women paddling through river rapids. The waters are treacherous, but <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, I can't hear this open line again. You guys can't hear me wheezing because I'm trying to hold my laughter. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. I'm enjoying my extra icy drink to annoy the Lynn. You're an ass. <laughs> uh, I told him, I said, it's Bush League to have ice cr like crinkling in your drink. I was like... <laughs>